0: Hello, it's Alice Arnold here with the first of our new series of musicals and theatre podcasts. And today, my guest is Joe McKeldry. Right, hello. Welcome to the Musicals and Theatre podcast. This is the first episode of the Autumn Series. And guess who my guest is? I don't know why you should guess. Why would you guess? Why would you guess? Why would you know? It is sitting opposite me, Joe McEldry. Hello. Looking gorgeous. Thank you very much. Yeah. Now, I'm just... Well, everyone knows who you are, but I'm going to give a little brief bio of you, you you see. Winner of The X Factor in 2009. We all know that. Uh, Your first single climb reached number one. You also won pop star to opera star. um, And the first series of Jump... Oh, we'll, more of that later. <laughs> uh, you're now playing the role of Joseph in Joseph, the amazing technical dream coat, and you've got a new album out called Saturday Night at the Movies. Yes. You've been a busy boy. I have.
1: It's been, um, it's been fun. It's been a fun eight years so far. I just feel lucky that I get to do all those different things. You know, when you, when you hear them, when people read them out, they're all, they've all been so varied, which is, which is really nice. It keeps things fresh.
0: But also, that's only a tiny bit. But before we go on with the interview, I do like to give my guests a little cake. There are four cakes in here. You get two of them. Oh, wow! My producer and myself get the other two. We have had a guest take all four before now. Didn't go down well. Won't say who it was. So now these are oh, these are Gemma's wow. cupcakes. Now two Oreos of them are, are cookies and favorite. cream, and one's bounty. Two of them are bounty ones. I'm going to go for an Oreo one. Yeah. Yeah. I, good choice. I, would I mean, say. I'm
1: obsessed with Oreos. Oreos and cookies and yeah.
0: Sweet good, tooth. well, good. Well, you can have both of those
1: if you want, oh, or you can have you. one of those
0: and a bounty. Up I don't to want to you. eat it
1: on air, because that'll sound awful. Right, <laughs>
0: save it for after. <laughs> save it for after. Okay, we're going to go back now to the beginning. So you are from South Shields. Yes. But, and um, and uh, you, you, you'd you studied performing arts and everything, didn't yeah. you, at Newcastle College, and then you auditioned for The X Factor yes. when you were but a babe. I know. Yeah, you were very I was young. so young. I think that was me saving grace,
1: you know, when I look back. I think... If I went and did it now, because I'm not as naive now, I don't think I could have coped with it as well, if that makes sense. I think the naivety of being on the show at such a young age, I was just so excited by all the lights and I was a fan of X Factor. So I was like, oh my God, I can't believe I'm here. I didn't actually realise how ruthless the industry was behind, around us. I was kind of horse blinkered a little bit, which was great. And then about a year into it, I started to be like, wow, this is intense. You know, and as I grew up and, and everything, but yeah, I was really young. Really, really young mentally as well. I'd never been away from home before. Well,
0: you would have been young mentally. I mean, you were 18. Yeah. You? Yeah,
1: yes. Yeah. And I turned 18 on the show. So I left God. Newcastle College and said, listen, I don't know if I'm going to be coming back. I went off for the summer holidays to do all the auditions, boot camp, everything. And I got through to judges' houses and I started college the next week. And the TV production company said, if you want to go back for two and a half weeks and see your friends and everything, you can, but you'll have to pretend you haven't got through. So Ooh. I went in and every and everybody was doing that whole like, Oh, I'm sorry. You know, I'm really sorry you didn't get through and all of this. And I was like, Yeah, you know. And then um they came up with the big camera crew. And so I had to pretend, completely pretend. I think like three of my closest friends knew, and obviously my family did, but in terms of college friends, and they came back with the camera crew and I went in on the Friday morning and said, to Everyone, um I won't see you all next week because I'm going to the live shows. And it was an amazing atmosphere because everyone was like, oh, my God, you know, how did you keep it a secret? But, yeah, I was, I was such a baby.
0: That's extraordinary. They made you pretend. That must have been so difficult. They'd yeah. think, oh, you don't seem all that upset about it. Yeah. And, and so you beat Olly Murs. Yes. And, and I remember you um, singing Don't Let the Sun Go Down yes. on Me. And that was kind of like, did you feel that was the song that sort of broke through for you? Well, and you thought, I could win this. I remember
1: doing that song, and I knew it was one of those songs that everybody loved, first of all, and it was an iconic song. And I remember when the judges stood up afterwards, they hadn't stood up for anybody else throughout the series. Mm-hmm. It was the And I remember I came off stage and all of the camera crews were like, "Man, you've had the first stand ovation and, and everything. And it wasn't until I went home and I thought, wow. Like, and, and then I remember all of the next day, all the press and everything, I'd gone from kind of being the underdog in the show... Nobody really kind, everyone was just like, oh, he's really good and he's really sweet. But that was kind of about it. They were all talking about all of the larger-than-life personalities and everything. And I had kind of just, which I I was fine by because it allowed us to just get on with the show and I didn't have all of that major press attention that some of them were getting. Mm -hmm. But I remember after that performance, it shifted. There was only three weeks left. And I remember then all of the bookies, things changed and everybody was starting to, you know, tipping it to win, which then I started to feel the pressure a little bit. And I was like... I don't know whether I want this, you know, like it's a bit too early, you know? Yeah. I, I kind of just wanted to take everything week by week. But I do
0: remember it changing at that point. Yeah, that was a big turning point. And then of course you won. Yeah. Um <laughs> the rest was history. And so for, for two so you bought out your first well, single climb yes. obviously went to number one and your first album. Then you split with Simon Cowell. I did, yes. But that was a, a positive thing, wasn't it? Because that kind of enabled yeah. you to do what you wanted to do rather than what you're being molded to do, maybe. I think um, at the time,
1: uh I had all of the, I had a load of other projects going on at the time. I was just about to sign up to do pop star opera star when I found out I was so. I already knew I was doing that before I knew they weren't doing a second album, and, I, it was made out in the press, you know, as per usual. Everything's made to be hugely more disappointing mm-hmm. and bigger than it was. But I was literally fine, you know. Yeah. I felt I felt like the relationship with them had naturally come to an end, Uh didn't really want to do what they wanted me to do. And I also wanted a kind of, I didn't want the team of people that were working around us to be working with us. I wanted a fresh new team. They were all kind of invested in, and rightly so, you know, in X Factor and the the kind of the, the, solely on the TV show and they kind of weren't really viewing my career as a long-term thing. And mm-hmm. I realized that if I wanted to have some sort of, a, of longevity, I had to move away from that team of people. So I, it was kind of, when they said we're not taking up the second option, I instigated then in management and I got rid of everybody that was a part of that team of people. And, you know, if I saw them all now, it would be absolutely fine. It wasn't an awkward thing. It was just, I want a fresh start, you know, and I want people that have the same goals and s- same sense of direction of where I wanted to go. So for me, it was a really positive thing. But I think people still now, you know, come up to us and go, and how was it when Simon Cowell hmm. dropped you? And I'm like... It's really not that big of a deal, you know. It's, it, if you look at artists in, in, in the order of their career over the years, some artists are dropped like 17 and 18 times. Yeah. Some of the biggest artists in the world. And you just never hear about it, you know. They do one album with a record label, then they move to another one. It's very kind of, I think it used to be made such more of
0: a big deal. And I think it's not now, it's... But also it's not as if you chose your first management company yeah. either because exactly. that was just a done yes. deal with X Factor. Exactly. And then you get to, you grow. And you were still very young when all yeah. this was happening. You are still very young, so, but, but you gave you a chance to be to be you and to choose rather than have it put upon well, you. you well, somebody once said to us, I can't remember who it was. And
1: around about the time of Psycho and everything and ending and, and cutting ties with them all, somebody said the powerful thing that you now have is as a musician and as a performer you've experienced all of the things that can happen to you in the industry in a year and a half so mm-hmm. now going forward nothing will you'll not be shocked by anything <laughs> yeah. you'll not you'll not go oh my god how do i deal with this because you've dealt with every single thing that you could possibly deal with in yeah. the music industry in a year and a half which i kind of at the time i was like i don't really understand that but now looking back he was totally right you know he was completely correct about that and he was like, and that gives you so much strength going forward because you won't be phased by those yeah. changes and the business things. And you'll just be like, yeah, okay, I've done that
0: before. Move on, let's do the next thing, you know. So then, as you say, the next thing was pop star to opera star. And you were talking about your your musicianship and, and, and performing. I mean, you are not, I don't want to say just a pop star, but you're clearly not, you know, you have a voice that... that many pop stars would die for. Thank you. And, uh, and so you went on to do Pop star to Up, and you won that as well. You well, win everything, Joe. <laughs> it was That was
1: funny as well, because I I just thought that would be a fun... I thought I was going to take the mick out of myself, to be honest. I thought I'll be horrendous at this, and it'll be really funny, and it'll be a great TV show to be a part of, because it just shows us in a different light. I didn't expect it would be what it was, you know. And then I got there on the first day, and they were like, right, forget everything you've ever learned as a singer. We're going to... Go back to the beginning and we're going to teach you how to sing in this completely new style. And uh, we did about four and a half hours a day of, of like intense, like language training, like breathing techniques to get that operatic sound. And it was one of the hardest things I've ever done. It was like going to the gym for four hours every day, um, vocally, you know. Yeah. And, um, and I remember like three weeks in, I was like, wow, like I really enjoy singing in this style. Um, I mean, it was intense, the show, obviously, because you're putting yourself out there in a different light. And also, the opera critics and everything. <laughs> I mean, they hated that show. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, but they hate anything that isn't, you know, pure, pure opera. But and all it, was, that, it,
1: it was a wonderful, wonderful experience. And again, give me a whole different genre of music, you know, and a, and a whole different fan base of people that kind of came on board because of that as well. And also gave you technique for your singing. That, that, that's invaluable training. You, I mean, you couldn't pay for that kind of training yeah. that we got on that show. It was, it was, it was absolutely incredible and just a,
0: a brilliant experience. Especially now you've moved into the world of musical theatre. We'll come to that in a yeah. minute because I can't miss out the other competition which you won. Yes. <laughs> which, was, which was Jump. The show where most people end up in hospital and indeed you were only in it because someone did end up in hospital. Yeah. I and was on holiday. What was that about?
1: This a producer who I work with on X Factor saw on my Instagram and Twitter that I was skiing in Austria. So I get a text message completely out of the blue. Where are you? Are you in Austria? Question mark, exclamation mark. I was like, yeah, I'm on holiday with all my family and friends. She was like, we've had so many injuries in this show. <laughs> we need somebody that can ski. That we, we haven't got time to teach somebody to do all of the stuff now. Are you free for the next three weeks? So as it happened, I had a month off. I was off for a month. So I said, just phone me, management. If you can make it work, I'll see you there. <laughs> Next thing, I'm in a car at 6.30 that night on the way to the television studio. But again, the show had never been on air before and I didn't, we didn't realise how dangerous it was. You know, I as, don't think they did either, to be fair, did they? No, and, 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 and I remember being there and I had to go on tour straight after the show finished. And all I kept thinking was, just do not break anything. Um but I did have those moments in it where I was like, calm yourself down, you know, just breathe, do it slower. Because it's it's really dangerous.
0: I, I know, I watch it, but you can see with the skiing and stuff, you could go, okay, I'm just gonna sit back on this a bit. But there's nothing to stop it skeleton bob. No. I mean, you can't there's nothing, it's not out of your control, isn't it? That if was, it goes wrong, it goes wrong. That you was end the up most upside
1: down. Horrific thing I've ever experienced
0: in in my life. Well, was uh, incredibly brave. Yeah. And after that, and thankfully, you are still with us, which is great uh, because it, I can't. It was kind of after that you started the musical theatre yeah. journey, really, which yeah. began with with began with Tommy. Tommy. Yeah, I did. Yeah. I was always asked
1: to do musical theatre roles, pretty much from the get go of coming out of X Factor, and I always had this like, it was always kind of for me. I was like, oh, can I do it? Can I not? I, and and I, I always felt like it was a little bit, I didn't want to just go into it because I'd done X Factor, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. I didn't want to just turn up into a role when I wasn't ready and everybody go, well, he's only doing that because he won X Factor. You know, mm-hmm. I, I would hate to be that person in in that environment. I like to do a job and I like to do it properly and I like to be ready for it and prepared. So I was always like, mm, that's not for me, that's not for me. And I always kind of avoided it in the early days Um because I was a little bit scared, you know, of of, of the criticism. And, and I, yes. it's a much more disciplined way of working than kind of pop singing. You know, when you're doing your own shows, it's all fitted around you. It's all your material. It's all, it's all, it's just you being you. And that's very easy, you know, for me to stand on stage and chat to an audience and sing. I find it very easy. You know, I'm comfortable with it. It doesn't, it doesn't phase it. I, I love it. I enjoy it. And to be a character and and delve into the emotions of things like that was something that I'd never done before. So when they asked me to do Joseph, I was like, this is an amazing opportunity, but can I do it? You know, can, are people going to enjoy us doing it? Am I going to be hated for it? I don't want to be the worst one. All of these things that I was thinking, and then I thought, do you know what it is? Just go for it. Push yourself out of your comfort zone. And, um... And it, and it paid off, you know. Well, it seems
0: to have gone quite well because Mark Shenton, who's a, a very well-known theatre critic, ba- basically said that you are the, it was the best sung Joseph that he has ever seen. I mean,
1: I'm very um, flattered by that, you know. It's, to, to have somebody like him say that is, is incredible. I mean, I, I didn't expect that. You always... When you do show, shows, it's really weird. You always kind of prepare for the worst review, almost, you know. Like, I, I always prepare myself for the worst outcome, I think Mm -hmm. that's just my defence mechanism of the way I work and being in the public eye, that's just, I I always prepare to be like knocked for something or people take the mick out of something because I think if you do that, then anything from that is at least you know what you're going into. So when you have things like that happen, you know, and it
0: genuinely takes me by surprise. I'm like, wow. And actually, in a sense, because of the background you came from, from X Factor, you've almost got to be better than better, you know, than anybody else, yeah. because people are ready, sadly, because yeah. that's what the British population are like, you know, put yeah. you up there on a pedestal knock you down as fast as they can. Yeah. So you've got to be absolutely brilliant. And clearly you are. And this show, so Joseph is, you're on tour with Joseph now. Yes. And that goes on until...
1: So we go from, we did the first week um, in Southend... Uh, and we go to the end of the middle of November then we take three weeks off and then we finish at Newcastle Arena at Christmas, which is going to be incredible. It's hometown show yeah. for me. Um, and we'll finish on New Year's Eve, which will be incredible. Oh, br- and yeah. you get
0: to be at home for Christmas. Exactly.
1: Normally I'm away working, um, but I'm literally, I live like 15 minutes from that venue. Oh, perfect. So perfect. all the family can come up and look after us and cook for us. <laughs>
0: can't cook for yourself I can't cook for myself I don't blame you for needing someone to cook and the other thing and I spent my morning listening to your album Saturday Night at the Movies Which is delightful. Thank you. (laughs) I loved it. I put it on my computer, because I haven't got a CD player in the house anymore. But I put it on my computer, and I went from track to track. I thought, that's another lovely lovely one. That's a lovely one. And you can tell your voice is just so suited to... I mean, there's a range of music on the album, I have to say. I mean, I shall put it in my car later. But, um, you know, you've got, like, Daydream Believer, which is sort of up-tempo, and then you've got songs like If I Loved You, you know, the classical musical theatre ballad, and you can do both of them wonderfully well we kind of just wanted to um you know obviously i've been working with bill kenright
1: doing joseph and he was like we should go into the studio and make an album together you know and i was like okay like let's let's and we kind of had the idea of compiling like those huge movie soundtracks and the big kind of musical um theater songs that people just love mm. and we put them all together and some of them there was some on there that i didn't really think would work with my. One being. Daydream Believer. I didn't think that that would work for some reason. Mm-hmm. When they said we sat down and everyone was like, "I wanted to don't want to miss a thing." That was one of my favorite songs? Love is all around. I was like, "Any dream will do." Close every door, obviously. Um, and and most of them, I was like, "Yep, yeah, that one will work. That one will work." But Daydream Believer. There was something about it. I just was like, "Will this work?" And Love Never Dies as well. Actually.
0: Oh, I love that. Yeah, it's one of my favorites I love on the album. That.
1: Yes. And I've just been on tour and had that twice.
0: And so. it was it was one of my favorite to perform every night. So what's next, Jay McAlindry? After Joseph, are we doing more musical theatre? Well, we're talking Please. about yeah, we are talk to- we are talking about it. We're kind of
1: working out what it's going to be, and, and 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 you know, I'm going to do some more of my own stuff as well. But it's all, it, I think it'll be about balancing the two, um, and I think it's just about finding something that is a nice follow on from Joseph, you yeah. know, and something that is is a spe- you know Joseph has been really special. It's been a really special experience, and I want. The next thing, to, hopefully, it'll be the same kind of experience. Yeah, to you know? be so as special. We're just yeah. kind of looking at all the options. and But I'm sure it'll be as jam-packed and as fun as ever. Always... If you had
0: an absolute favourite musical, dream musical to be in, what would it be? Oh, God.
1: Um, that's a tricky one, you know. I'd love to be part of a musical film as well. I think that would be fun.
0: Right, so a film rather than maybe more than a live show. And no, you... I think both, you know. I think yeah. I'd love to experience both,
1: but it would have to be a big sing. You've got to be singing, yeah. Yeah, because I would yeah. miss it too much. And if
0: there was one song from a musical that you haven't got on your album, is there, what would be the one you would really love? For? God,
1: I'll tell you which song I do love. Um, with You from Ghost. I think it's a beautiful song. Ghost oh, the musical, okay. With You. Um, I think that is such a beautiful song, and uh, I've heard so many covers of it. It's a really hard song to sing, but it's it's a female song. But I just I think it's a beautiful song.
0: Right. Um, well, maybe that should be on the next album because there's going to be another album. Possibly. Surely well, there's yes. got to be Sunday yeah. night at the movies. Sunday, Surely there's be, night. Yeah. <laughs> Surely there's got to be more of that. Now, are you going to do any more dangerous reality shows? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> or just I I, listen when when I do these things.
1: I always just think if it's something I can have fun with and if it's something I can learn something from, then, mm-hmm. then you know, it's it's great fun. I don't think I could do the, the ones like Big Brother where you're just sitting in a house. I think if you're doing something where you're learning like strictly, even I'm a celebrity where you're doing the tasks and things, but the Big Brother ones where you just sit and doing nothing, I would struggle mm, with. Yeah. So if it's
0: something you're learning something on, then yes. Now also, you do a lot of charity stuff. There's loads of stuff that you, on your website about what you yes. do. But You do like half. You didn't do the Great North Run this year, or did I you? I didn't. I would. I. I but um, you've done it pretty quickly. One minute, one hour, thirty six minutes. That's going some. Yeah. I do, it I've it? done it t- two years with training, one year without,
1: and the one year without <laughs> was the worst experience <laughs> of my life. <laughs> And I,
0: I vowed, again, if I ever did it again, I would always train. Yeah, well, that's good for a half marathon, I'd say. I yeah. think you could do a 5K without training, possibly get away with it. Yeah, But half I marathon's mean, I run, a long way. I
1: used to run a lot more than I do. I do do a lot of workouts now, but it's more kind of like hit interval training. So if I was to do it, I would have to start running properly again. I used to run like four times a week. Did you? So, yeah, and, and like four and five miles at a time. So the Great North Run was kind of like just an extra couple of miles on top. Mm-hmm. Um. But if I did it again, I mean, I would like to do it again. I saw it on the telly yesterday morning. When I was getting ready, and I was like, "Oh, I wish I was there." It is such a good atmosphere, yeah, and um, and I love it, and and it's great, you know, um, to be a part of something like that and know that you're raising money for charity, you know. We've well, done a lot this... of bike rides as well, me and my family. Um,
0: yeah, which per- are there particular charities that, that teenage you've... cancer trust? Yeah, is a, is one that that I saw that you've done a lot, done lot for. for
1: that. Um, I'm a regional patron of that, um, so we've done quite a bit for that, and um, we did a bike ride. Was it last year? I think it was like 300 miles. But I think it's important, you know, you see all of these, like, horrible stories about people, especially, you know, young people and teenagers and, well, all ages that are affected by cancer, you know, and everybody is in some way, shape or form. And I just think, you know, my job is is silly in a way. You know, it's it's lighthearted, it's silly, it's easy. It's not, you know, it's not a hard nine-to-five mm-hmm. job. And I think if you can use that profile, that... um that comes from from the job to raise a bit of money for people that actually need it, you know, I think it's important. It's really important to give back.
0: Yeah. That's lovely. You're an all round good egg. <laughs> and all that talking about the cycling, we've got to add the cake now, I think. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> um, but lots of luck with Joseph coming out thank all you. through Christmas and everything. If I was nearer Newcastle, I'd go and yes. see it, but it's a long way away it is a long from way. London. It is. It is. And um, well, I can't wait to see what you're going to do next. Thank I'm really you. excited. And thank you for coming in. Thanks for having us. was the musicals and theatre podcast and if you enjoyed that then why not subscribe it's absolutely free to our channel on itunes or wherever you get your podcasts you can also hear me every weekend morning from six till ten on mellow magic